I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads, and today's guest is a, uh, well, I don't know, he's an adventurer, he's a global adventurer, he's a motivational speaker, he's a philanthropist, and the author of the best-selling memoir, The Kindness Diaries. He gave up his job as a broker and his home in London for life on the road. Leon has now visited more than 90 countries and traveled to every single continent. Is the host of the TV series Amazing Adventures of a Nobody, which is broadcasted across the world by National Geographic. Leon has also documented his travels for numerous media outlets, including Good Morning America, Los Angeles Times, San Francisco Chronicle, Outside, Good um, Psychology Today, and New York Times. So you can tell that he's definitely done a lot of work. And today we're we're thrilled to have him on the show because he's got an upcoming book or a book that's out, it should be out by now. It's Live, Love, Explore, Discover the Way of the Traveler, a roadmap to the life you were meant to live. Welcome to the show, Leon. Thanks for having me. Pleasure is mine. Pleasure is mine. So I grew up as the son of a diplomat. I lived in five countries, four continents. I'm originally Nigerian. Most of my family ends up being living in England. So I'm always fascinated by the origin stories of, of people such as yourself, you know, the global adventurers. You know, how did it start for you? <laughs> well, I grew up in London um, and I was kind of let's say, destined to, to, to work in the financial industry. I, uh, I found myself to be very disconnected, no real sense of purpose, not really living my own life. Um, and I stumbled across the movie The Motorcycle Diaries, mm. which is a romanticized version of Che Guevara traveling across the South America relying on kindness. And there was something about that movie that kind of touched me, touched my heart, touched my soul. And I realized there was another way to live, and I didn't have to live behind this desk. Right. Um, so I, I quit. I quit my job. I decided that uh, I wasn't going to live behind the desk for the rest of my life, and I started to travel the world. <laughs> and what was the first country you went to? 
the the first country I went to, um, actually after that uh, decision was America. I decided to uh, walk across America with five dollars in my pocket, relying on strangers. <laughs> What, what the, how how did that experience go? I'm just curious. Five dollars to walk across America? <laughs> uh, I tell you, it was unbelievable because I met so many inspiring people, so many wonderful people, so much goodness, so much kindness, so much like a wave of generosity that got me across the country, and it opened up my heart in so many beautiful ways. Hmm. So it, that's so fascinating to me because I, I hear about those stories. I see people doing that. They do it across South America, across the continent of Africa, across Europe and going there. And there's always this trepidation you know, when I when I initially hear them before they go on the journey. Um, and it's it's met with like uh, some form of adrenaline. Now, you decided to walk across America after quitting a job that some would say is financially secure. But according to you, it wasn't something that you were supposed to do. What kind of mindset were you there? Did you know what you wanted to achieve at the end of that? I think, you know, that's a great question. And um, I didn't really know what I wanted to achieve at the end. In that moment, I wanted to put myself in a situation where I would be forced to connect with other people. And I, I thought to myself, if I took away all my money, that uh, even though it was kind of an experiment of sorts, right. but if, if I took away all my money... I would have no choice but to connect with people. Um, I would have no choice but to go out and, and, and spend time out of my comfort zone. So I put myself in like a no escape situation whereby I had, I had to do this. Um, and that, that's really was the aim to begin with, just to reconnect with myself and reconnect with humanity. Wow, wow, wow. And was that where you, you formed uh, your way of the traveler mindset? Um, the way of the traveler, it kind of took a few years to kind of crystallize in my head. But mm. that was one of the one of the beginning uh, places where, where, where it kind of happened. But it, it wasn't the, the, the beginning beginning. Yeah, no. Oh, I mean, for those listening, you know, throughout his travels, Leon has learned some of life's greatest lessons, you know, through his experiences and his interactions along the way. His travel memories became more than just stories and they became a way of life. And that's what he calls the way of the traveler. So how can one achieve, you know, this state of being? Yeah, I mean, way of the traveler to me is really about living your life fully. It's about loving with all your heart and it's about exploring the world, but not just the world uh, out there. More importantly, the world inside, your heart, your soul, your, your dreams. That's really what it's about. And uh, that journey that we take inside is the most difficult journey. It's the one where we need the most commitment. It's the one with the most roadblocks. It's the toughest one. But if you can you know, really find yourself and find your passion and find your dream, then it's the greatest journey of all. Yeah. No, it definitely sounds like a fulfilling process too, right? Absolutely. I mean, look, it, it's a, it's a, it, it's for me anyway, it was very tough. It's, it's tough just to it like, sometimes I tell people, Oh, I quit my job and I went and traveled the world. And they're like, well, that it was that easy. And I'm like, no, it was not that easy. <laughs> and, and, and I'm not sitting here and saying it is easy. It's not. If you, if you want to like have a, uh, to live the, the life you are meant to live, it's, 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 a, it's a challenge. And that's why most people don't do it yeah. because 
we stay in our comfort zone and um, we don't take risks. And I get it. I mean, yeah. even today, sometimes I'm sitting in my comfort zone and not taking risks. And I think to myself, well, hold on, Leon. You just wrote a book about getting out of your comfort zone. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I better do that. <laughs> well, well, you know, um, listening to you, and like I said before we got on the call, I, I – you know, I, I I got reached out to by, by someone in your team, and I just started reading a lot of stuff you were doing, and I was like, this guy has done a lot of things that other people will consider, I mean, crazy, but he sounds like he's found himself through this process. And he, even one of your tweets today or yesterday was, progress is born out of problems. So having that mindset, how and when did it happen within you? Because if you're taking us back to when you quit your job and you started walking across America with five dollars, you know what was the next step? What was that journey until you you got into National Geographic and you started getting recognized as a best-selling author in this this world global adventurer? Um, look, it took it took a it took a long time, and um, it, it 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 all started off like I said with this random watching of this movie. Um, and it hasn't been a straight line journey upwards. There've been many. There've been many downs. There've been many lows. There've been many rejections. Many, many rejections. Um, the rejections still keep coming. Um, but ultimately, my biggest commitment to myself, and uh, something that I, I, I would love people to take away from my book, is that the greatest commitment that you can give to yourself is to live your best life. Is to at least try and find out what that best life is. Is to at least you know, wake up in the morning with a reason, with the purpose. Because if we don't have that purpose and we don't have that reason, we don't have that sense of direction, then we really, we're like a ship without a sail or we don't know where we're going. Right. And for so many years, that, that was me. Um, I, I didn't know where I was going. I, I didn't know what I was doing. And it's, it's interesting because after I did the first journey where I crossed um, America, I ended up, and I share this in the book, I, I ended up sitting behind a desk again. Um, this time I wasn't wearing a suit and I wasn't wearing a tie, but I was still sitting behind a desk. And it was only a few years later that I finally gave that up. Finally, finally. So it's not a linear process. It doesn't. You don't just. Wait. Well, it wasn't for me anyway. Right. Um, you don't. You don't just wake up in the morning and be like, ah, oh, okay, this is it. And you keep. You know, you go straight, and everything works out. Things are always gonna gonna take a left turn or a right turn, and it's about how you navigate. No, absolutely, absolutely. And I've I've been going through your book. So, and it, your book reads as a uh, part uh, self memoir. And then part self-help book, right? It's, it's you know part-time travel memoir, and I think it was likened to like a, a male perspective of eat, pray, love, essentially, right? Um, and it's it's fascinating to me because reading your story and, and and just listening to you, I, there's some parallels I can draw. Like so, you, with you, it was that movie, right? And for me, I I had a series of things happen to me. It was a near-death experience that ultimately caused me to quit my job. And then moved to New York City. But much like you, when I moved to New York City, I just I didn't know what the end then was going to be. Right? I just knew that I was going away and walking towards something that would ultimately become my purpose. But that involved me being very, very self-reflective and figuring out what it is that I could offer value to the world. But it had, I had to leave some form of comfort and experience like the the nonlinear path. You know, the rejections, the going into debt, the 
figuring out that this is not for you, but still putting yourself out there. And, and, and that's, that, that's, that's always interesting for me, but I always say I look back that what helped me was connecting with people and connecting with others and learning more about myself simultaneously. And you have an interesting way of doing that through travel. How do you feel like travel can help uh, people connect with others and learn more about themselves? Look, travel for me is the school of life um, I've, or the university of life. I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about the world. When you get out of your comfort zone, um, it's, it's, it's the greatest place to kind of learn about the world. And you, you go into the slums of India and you, you, you learn gratitude. You go and start traveling uh, to places like Bhutan where they have a thing called gross national happiness where they determine the success of the country by the happiness of the people. And you learn about kindness and compassion so, so there's there's all these places that you can that you can visit and and you you don't just go and visit them outside externally. The journey is really the greatest journey is the one within. And by traveling, you get to have two experiences: the external one and the exter- internal, internal one. Yeah, um, interesting. So, so then, what's a good way to break out of that comfort zone? I mean, it, it's it might not be easy for some others. So how how what's like a, a ha- I don't know if it's a hack. What's the strategy? Well, look, you know, for me, my way of finding myself was through traveling. For, for, for others, it may not be. But let's say that you are an, a traveler and you want to travel. Um, it, it, it's a question. And let's say that, 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 that financially it's something that possible. It's possible because obviously there's, you know, sometimes it's not possible. But if it's financially possible, it's, it's a question of, of, of just taking a risk of of. Maybe getting in your car and saying, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross America. I'm going to spend seven days, ten days going and, and driving across America by myself and, and meeting people and experiencing life to the fullest. And just go out there instead of taking a journey and going to a, um, let's say, a, a resort where you don't really connect with people. Take a journey where you get on a bus and you, and you, and you travel around South America. Something that is outside of the norm. Yeah. That enables you to connect with the everyday person of that country. Yeah, yeah. No, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. I, I always say people should get comfortable being uncomfortable because if you are used to being in that state, there's inevitable growth that will come out of that. Whether it's from a disappointment or whether it's from some success, but you're going to learn something that will ultimately add um, something to your life and enrich it. Definitely. Definitely. Now I'm going to be presumptuous here. I, I, listen to you talk about Bhutan. I'm going to guess that that's probably the country to change i don't know your perspective the most because you've traveled to 90 countries i don't know i mean i'm guessing yes absolutely i mean there was a there was a sense of joy and uh vulnerability and um compassion and empathy that i that i found in that country i mean look no country's perfect of course right uh, and and i can only share the experiences that i had um but there was a, a kindness that that really was second to none um, of course, I've traveled to many countries and I've met many kind people and many wonderful people. But there was just something about Bhutan that was just magical. Yeah, no, I, I've definitely got to check it out. You are from London, right? 
or you you worked in London initially, um, and you've traveled to ninety countries, and we just had two thousand sixteen happen, and and you know we've had everything from Brexit to the division that the elections caused to I'm Nigerian to what's happened in Nigeria to what's happened in all over the world the pop music movements. I'm very curious, you know, from your mind. What do you feel like can heal the world and actually get people to connect as opposed to use fear as a barrier? Wow, that's... Uh, that's uh... Hey, you, yeah, you, you came on the show, sir. <laughs> you, <laughs> you put me on the spot there. Uh, um, look, I, I, I think that uh, we've lost our way in many ways. Yeah. Um, and I think that we we have become very disconnected. We've become disconnected through the, the internet. We've become disconnected through um, social media. And even the, the irony is it's, it's supposed to connect us, which it does, yet yes. it also you know, profoundly disconnects us. Um, and and, and I'd, say, I'd say simply awareness. If we become aware of what we're doing to ourselves, Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. ...and to others, then we can change our behavior. If we are not aware of what we're doing, then we will continue going down this path. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think, you know, the mission for why I started... My company and I, you know, a lot of what I do is consulting with um, multinationals and and companies that are growing and helping them figure out how to include diversity and inclusion strategies and tie that to the business objectives. The whole goal is to build the next set of global leaders. But I was operating on the premise that uh, if we, we, the only way we can do that is if we learn how to connect across cultures and and not you know create these silos where where we feel like our way is better than the other. We've got to be able to come to a, a table and have different perspectives shared without fear of it being rejected on the premise that it's just different from the norm. Absolutely. Like, uh, I've actually never traveled to Iran, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I'll share a little story with you. I I, I met a a, um, a, a chap who was uh, riding his bicycle across the world. It was going to take him four years to cross the world. And he became a friend of mine, and, and, and he told me how when he went to Iran, he the people were just the most friendliest people he'd ever met. Mm. They were so kind, so wonderful. Yet that's not what we hear on the news. All we hear on the news is how things are terrible there and how. Right. The, uh, so that's just a small example of if we spend our time listening to the bad things that go on in the world, we lose the fact that there's so much good that goes on in the world. 
No, you couldn't be more right. And I find that a lot of people start to look for validation of their point. It's like they form an opinion and they're like they look for the outlet or media person that that says something that they agree with, and then they start to just continue to build that type of tribe around that. And that I think that shields um, open mindedness. So it's always interesting um, talking to people like you because you, you've lived the life of travel and adventure, but. There's some element of education that comes with that 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 inevitably opens your mind. Otherwise, you would never experience it to the fullest, uh, the, to the fullest, really. When 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 you travel, you realize that uh, you know. Although obviously there are some differences, at the core and the foundation of everyone is the sameness. We're, we're the same. We're all similar. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. Before before we uh, we go on to the next question, I wanted to share an interesting opportunity that we that uh, with you here. Uh, we also have a sponsor, a sponsor to show HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service and for busy professionals like yourself i'm sure you enjoy having um a convenient fast and healthy uh meal sent to you right absolutely yeah yeah so so what HelloFresh does is essentially they they create this um, um ingredient for you based on the meal box that you prepare and it's it makes cooking fun easy and convenient i had my box i picked the meat box and i was able to order three uh three to five different meals per week and it was designed for two to four people so we are they are given a $35 off for your first week of deliverables if you visit hellofresh.com and enter the promo code tayo35 so that's t a y o 35 and like I said, it sources the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. Um, it's like employing a full registered dietitian on staff who reviews each recipe and ensures that it's nutritionally balanced. So head over to um, HelloFresh.com, enter the promo code um, TAYO35, and you'll be able to get $35 off your first week of deliverables. Thank you so much. So let's let's get back to the interview. Um, you, you're you're very very open with your stories, and I'm sure that's contributed a lot to your success. You know, you share stories. You're you're a motivational speaker. A lot of people relate to some of the the things you talk about, whether it's going through hard times or success. But as a child, you were bullied. So how did that really inspire you to really do what you do today? Yeah, I am. Um, look, as a kid, I was a very sensitive kid, um, and it was very tough to to go to school um, and feel alienated and uh, to feel, you know, to feel really very, um, it was just really bad. And um, it wasn't just the kids that did it. It was also some of the teachers, to be honest with you. And, wow. and, and, and I, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, why are you doing this to me? Like, why... Why are you being so mean to me? And I, I thought to myself, when I grow up, I am going to do everything in my power to empower people to believe in themselves. You, you took that hard, tough story and then you turned that into something positive, which is not what a lot of people do. Well, I, 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 I try my best and uh, I, I know what it's like to be on the floor emotionally. I know what it's like to be profoundly um, sad. I know what it's like to, to feel hopeless. And I also know what it's like to, you know, feel inspired. And I also know what it's like to feel a sense of purpose and a sense of direction. So I've, I've seen both sides, and it gives me the ability to kind of empathize 
with someone if they're not doing so well because I've been there I've been on the floor I've I've I've, I've been on the top of the mountain I've been in both places and there'll be no judgment for me if you're failing if you're if you're succeeding whatever you know we're all human beings going along this journey as best we can yeah no I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more and I, I love that message and and it seems like that message shines through every single opportunity you have. I know you have a National Geographic show. Uh, you know, did National Geographic reach out to you because they saw some things you had done, or did you reach out to them? How did that even work? Because you were, like you said, you were a finance guy, and then all of a sudden, you know, you've got, you know, the amazing adventures of a nobody, and and that, you know, that seems to be doing well. Yeah, I got very lucky. Um, but my niche show is called The Kindness Diaries, and that's actually airing on Netflix. Oh. Um, and that's where, yeah, and that's where I traveled around the world relying entirely on the kindness of strangers with a vintage yellow motorbike, giving unsuspecting Good Samaritans uh, a life-changing gift. So it's, it's, it's something that, again, it's about empowering people to go out and do something with their lives and, uh, and really make a difference. <laughs> my goodness. I love this. I love this so much, and I, I'm, I'm being, I'm acting giddy because it, it, it's so, it is so true what you say. I mean, some of the, the simplest things, such as you know, giving someone the shirt off your back, or, or put, giving someone a smile when they're having a bad day. Those things can make the, they can be the difference in someone's life. You know, just because someone could be on their way to doing something bad, and you showing them that kindness could have just ultimately turned that a lot around. Or, you know, the other way, if you act like a bully, you don't know how that gradually impacts, if that's the last straw that broke someone's back. So the idea of what you're doing with the Netflix show and this book that we're about to talk about, Live, Love, and Explore, it's, it's, it's really taking it back to the basics. You know, how we as humans can reconnect with the idea of uh, what it is to raise humanity by working with ourselves and uh, embracing the better parts of our personalities. Yes, I, I could not agree more. <laughs> and for those listening, I know, I know you've heard um, Leon talk a lot about travel, but Live, Love, Explore is not just about travel, right? No, Live, Love, Explore is ultimately about finding the life you are always meant to live. It's about going out into the world and living with all your heart. It's about exploring. It's about living fully. It's about you know showing yourself some compassion, some empathy it's about you know inspiring others to 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 live with, with all their heart it's 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 really just a way to be the best you you know be the best you you can be absolutely it's an unconventional guide to help you find your passion and purpose in life so that's that, that's that's what it is and, it, and it's just definitely like i said i they um you know um one of your uh, jed sent me a copy of your book so I, and i've been going through it and it's really really Really, really inspiring. I, lo- I love hearing the stories. Well, one thing I wanted to talk to you about. This is this is probably not as a serious of a question, but you said you worked in London. Are, are you a sports fan? I am. Okay, please. Are you? Don't tell me you're an Arsenal fan. If, uh, gosh, don't tell me. No, 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 no. Uh, please, 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 do not insult me. You are not, okay. Fine, fine, fine. So, wh- wh- what's your team? Because this can make or break. <laughs> <laughs> My, my my team is the greatest team the world has ever seen. So you're about to say Manchester United, right? Please, this conversation is over. What? What are you going to tell me? What's team? What? I am, I... <laughs> you can't tell me what Liverpool. Oh, of course, you'll never walk alone, my friend. What Liverpool? No. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. It, it is Manchester United, and that that's just... Wow. Yeah, we, we might not be able to finish this interview, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, right. They should have told me to support it. I would never to be on the show. <laughs> wow, Liverpool. Well, hey, we'll see. I mean, we, we started off rough the season, but uh, I think we found our groove. But we'll see. We'll see what gets there uh, at the end. But that is, that is, that is interesting. Ah, man. All right. Well, I'm going to try and move out of that uh, that rough transition and and ask you this one question as we're getting ready to close here. It's um, it's about getting out of your daily rut because you a lot of what you do, it, you know, is talking about productivity and making a change for the better. What have you done to get out of a daily rut when you experience it? Do you know this? This may sound a bit silly, but one of the the greatest things I do is I have a cold shower in the morning. Um, hmm. And it it, it, it it takes me totally out of my my bad mood, my bad place, and it gives me like a boost. So uh, there have been times when I've had cold showers for like six months in a row wow. that have really, really helped me. So of course, it's only a, it's, it's a small thing to do, but if you can do it, I'm, I'm actually gonna, uh, I had one this morning as well. Um, so it's, 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 it's little things that we can do to kind of get ourselves out. Sometimes people think, oh, you have to like make this massive change and oh, I can't do that. No, just take small little baby steps. And one baby step is to have a cold shower. And uh, trust <laughs> me, after you've had your cold shower, you will feel like you are ready to conquer the world. <laughs> a cold shower, huh? All right, all right. Have a have a cold shower, um, and you will definitely feel like you're ready to change the world. That's I've never. I mean, I don't know if I've intensely committed to doing that. I might have to just start doing that. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to do some rapid fire questions here. So the since you've been to 90 countries, I imagine you know a lot about some of these cultures. How many languages do you speak? First of all, two: English and. Greek. Oh, wow. Okay, Greek. All right. Um, your favorite uh, country... No, country with the f- best food, rather. That's what I meant to say. Um, Italy. Best music? Uh, Sweden. Wow. I was My brother was born in Sweden. Um, best um, uh, movies? Um, the Shawshank Redemption. Wow. Wow. You're taking it way back. So you haven't found any other movie that was interesting since then? Gladiator. <laughs> Braveheart. Okay, okay, okay. Starfish. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, favorite football player of all time. And I'm, we're talking about the real football. You know, we're both, you know, Eurocentric here. So the real football, who's your favorite football player of all time? Pele. Did you watch him play? No. <laughs> I, was, I was like, man, you must have. You're like the most interesting man in the world. If you if you saw him play, uh, um, okay, okay. So, you, but in your opinion, based on the legend and everything that you've seen in clips, you think he's the favorite? Uh, he would have translated to your favorite football, football of all time. Absolutely. Okay, okay, Pele. Um, and uh, the last question here is: if you are looking at your yourself when you're when it's all said and done you know you've lived your life to the fullest and you're now in, in the grave this is not morbid i promise you're now in the grave what would you like people saying at your at your funeral <laughs> uh, that's a good question i would say that uh he came he saw and he loved wow 
Wow. That is that's that's deep and profound and very simple. Okay. Which describes who you are as a person, which works. Uh, I always ask this question. This is my mission statement. My mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. And I ask my listen, uh, my guests how they, in particular, use their difference to make a difference. So that's my question to you. How do you use your difference to make a difference? I think I use my difference to make a difference by simply trying my best to be present for other people. And trying my best to share my my experience. Of course, I'm human, so I don't do it perfectly all the time by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, I, I think that's it. I use my experiences, the good and the bad, to hopefully make a difference in a positive way. I absolutely love it. And uh, I really enjoyed this interview, despite that one slight blemish of you being a Liverpool fan. I, I think <laughs> I think <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, this has been fun. But where can people find your book? Where can people connect with you? And how can they um, find out? All the other things you're up to. Uh, you can buy my book on Amazon and any other bookstore, uh, and you can find me on uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everywhere. Awesome, awesome, awesome! I'll be sure to put all those in the show notes. And um, hey, as you've as you've all heard, ladies and gentlemen, he's a he's a pretty fascinating guy, and he has a mission for what he's trying to achieve, and, and it is it is to improve and promote kindness but also get us to that journey of self-discovery so we can be our best selves so thank you for coming on the show leon it's a pleasure and um till next week use your difference to make a difference you've just been listening to the as told by nomads podcast for more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.